disturbing from my slumber. I am the eternal dragon. Now make your first wish. Your wish has been granted. Here is your host, Tim Bridgewater. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to episode 43 of Rock the Dragon, a Dragon Ball Super podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Tim Bridgewater. As always, I like to mention this. I hosted two other podcasts. One of them called Geekly Dose was was a podcast. We talked about everything geek, movies, comic books, video games, etc., as well as Republic City Report, a Legend of Korra podcast, which, of course, covered the show Legend of Korra, which I believe now is still actually available in this entirety on Nick.com. So if you happen to be someone who's coming along later and you want to get into that show and you want to have a little side uh, conversation about it, you can go back and listen to my podcast. It's still up. Uh, both of the podcasts are on Stitcher.com as well as iTunes. Um, first thing I want to mention is that obviously this is episode 43 and episode 42, I announced the winner of our giveaway. Uh, so it's the first giveaway we ever did on Rock the Dragon podcast. I, I would say it turned out pretty well. I didn't get a lot of new sort of interaction because of it, but it was really just designed to say thank you to all of you who had already been interacting and being very vocal and being active on the page as well as leaving me reviews as well as liking the page sending me emails etc it was kind of sort of a reward just for you guys for doing that and i was happy to say that one of my active members mega man tron aka justin actually won that figure so congratulations again to you for that i hope you enjoy your figure um i will put it in the mail on tomorrow this today is sunday um I was supposed to do it on Friday, but things got a little bit busy. <laughs> so once again, uh, you can always there's always a chance of you winning something here. So I just want to say thank you to everybody for being super supportive and being super cool. We will have another giveaway that I will announce on this episode. If you recall, for the longest time, I was trying to get that page up to 100 Facebook likes. We finally got to 100 Facebook likes. We're actually a little bit over 100 now. So as promised, I will announce a new giveaway, but I will get to that in a minute. Not just yet. (laughs) Okay. Um, but I want to start off this episode with a little news, something really cool. Uh, Earlier this week, I was contacted by a student at Harry S. Truman High School in New York, New York City. Uh, Most of you guys know that I'm in Louisiana and uh, it's very cool to know that I when I discover I have listeners that are across the country or across the world it's always very cool to, to to find that out but the interesting thing about this is that I was contacted by this young lady who told me that she was presenting my podcast uh, as a presentation for her media communications class at high school <laughs> Uh, so first of all, I just want to say that that's incredibly awesome because not only did I, you know, it's always nice to know that you, you have, you find out that you have listeners that you didn't know about, but not only that people are listening to the extent to where she's even wants to present my podcast for her project for her class. So first of all, shout out to Danelli for doing that and thinking of me out of all of the thousands of podcasts you could have chosen to do it on you chose this one so that is super cool so i immediately responded and you know she wanted to do sort of an, an interview which is sort of a brief like um uh, email exchange and then she wanted to know if we can set up a skype interview with her and her class and her teacher and we did that so a couple of days ago i mean i got up you know i was already up and at work and everything but uh, we, we connected and I, I did a live Skype sort of 30 minute Q&A session with her and her entire class. 
Um, so that was very cool. Um, it wasn't the first time I had done something like that, but it's definitely been the first time I've done it in a while. I mean, I did like a career day thing before a couple of years back, but that was just for my job. OK, so this is the first time I'm actually kind of going on a platform like this and got to talk about my podcast in front of a group of people. So needless to say, that was one of the coolest experiences I probably ever had. And I think everyone enjoyed it. Um, there was a screen recording that the teacher did of the presentation and the interview. So uh, hopefully he'll be sending me that pretty soon. And I'll be to share some of that with you guys since you guys are my audience. And it's exciting news. I mean, it's just <laughs> it was just really cool to just be able to do that, to just kind of go and just talk about Rock the Dragon uh, in front of a class full of high school students. So, uh, first of all, you know, I, I'm definitely honored to to have been considered for that. And it was a very cool process. And I want to thank her and I want to thank the teacher uh, and everyone at that school. That seems like a very super cool class. I mean, I you know, I, I think I told them this, but I had there been a class like that where I went to school, I would have taken it immediately. And maybe there was one, but it just was under the radar. You know, sometimes those classes that involve a little more media or, you know, anything creative tend to go a little bit unnoticed when compared to some of the other ones so i thought that was super cool that they even have a class like that and i hope that they enjoyed the insight i was able to give them on this whole process and uh, hopefully i got some new listeners out of it so i thought that that was pretty cool so shout out to all those guys at harry s truman high school in new york okay uh once again as always if you have anything any questions comments anything you want to say about the episodes anything dragon ball related otherwise you can head over to facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast uh you can also send me an email for our email segment called what are you saying uh at rock the dragon podcast at gmail.com with that being said i do have an email here uh from Ricky, one of my longtime listeners, Ricky, as always, very nice to hear from you. Ricky writes, hey, Tim, Ricky here doing some yard work with my son, listening to episode 42 of the podcast. I wanted to give you your first Google Music review. And here is Ricky's review. Tim Bridgewater is an OG DBZ fan who really knows the background of the series and then some. His reviews of the dubbed DBS episodes are insightful and personal. He doesn't always have the same views of the show as his viewers, but he's always open to talking it over in his What Are You Saying segment. If you're watching the dubbed DBS, this is the podcast to listen to. First of all, Ricky, that was super cool for you to write that because I, I responded to Ricky and I because I was confused. I, did, I wasn't sure if you had actually left that review on Google Play, because from what I had understood, there wasn't a way to leave reviews there, which is why I always kind of push people toward iTunes, right? Because it's it's just easier to track the uh, interactivity over there. And you responded with more or less, you can't leave a review there, but you just wanted to share the review with me. Uh, so that was super cool, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I have the best listeners. I have the, the fucking coolest listeners and the best fan base. I mean, you know, Twice in one week, I get these people kind of going out of their way to reach out and just, you know, and share their love and their interest in the podcast. And, well, I can't say anything more than I'm super grateful for that and grateful for all you guys. Now, you also mentioned here that you would try to see about uh, reactivating your iTunes so you can post a review there. And you did. 
So <laughs> not only did you send me the review through email so I could read it, but then you went over and reactivated your iTunes just so you can put it there. Super cool. Super grateful for that. Awesome. Okay, now let's get back to the first part of your email. Uh, now, as for episode 42, this is definitely back to the old formula as far as giving the audience a breather before the next arc. That being said, I enjoy this episode. Getting to see Chout Z. Chout Z. <laughs> that would be a name for a nice little spinoff show if Chow Zoo ever had his own show. Call it Chow Z. Uh, getting to see Chow Zoo use his paralysis from Dragon Ball and even getting to see Krillin. Krillin's solar flare brought back those good old DBZ feels. Now, like you, I've had a decent amount of the show spoiled by my subbed watching brother-in-laws. But I will say that I'm looking forward to next arc as I know that is a step away from the tournament format. I don't know how everything unfolds, but I do know that some crazy shit is going to go down. Looking forward to seeing what your thoughts will be on it. Absolutely. Uh, in total agreement with episode 42, um, I liked it. You know, it's, you know, you never know what you're going to get when you get these filler types of episodes that happen in between the arcs. You know, sometimes it can go wrong completely. But I think uh, for the most part, I've kind of been enjoying those. I mean, there may have been one or two examples in the past, like the Master Zuno stuff. And I mean, like, I didn't really like that. But I remember I, I loved the episode that was kind of focused on Mr. Satan with the um, those creatures from the planet. Uh, shit, I forgot what the name of the planet was. Came and like, I mean, that, that was, it was just fun. It was handled in a, in a good way. It was humorous. It was entertaining. And I, I would say the same thing for episode 42. Uh, it was definitely nice to get a breather. And obviously, anytime we get those DBZ feels, like you said, that's that's always a good thing, in my opinion. And bringing back the solar flare as well as Child Zoo and his abilities is always cool, too. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, as for what's going up, coming up next, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the dark on that. Like you, like you said, I've been spoiled a little bit, but I don't the things that I've been spoiled on. I don't know exactly where they happen within the Dragon Ball Super timeline. So that that stuff that I have heard may not even be about to happen in the near future. I don't even know. But uh, definitely curious to see what comes up next. I think I mean, they keep talking about this multi-universe tournament. So I have to assume that that is going to be something that happens soon. But I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. Ricky, thanks so much for that. I mean, you, you know, you took time out of your day to just at least write me a review, even though you couldn't leave it on the outlet that you use to listen to the podcast on. And not only that, you went and did it on iTunes anyway. So that's super cool. Very much appreciated that. Thanks a lot. If any of you other guys have anything to say about the podcast, uh, feel free to send me an email. Rock the Dragon podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Now, before we jump into the episode talk for the week, I think it's time to announce the new giveaway. You guys have been hearing me, listen to me blabber on for weeks <laughs> about the big giveaway we're going to do when we get to 100 Facebook likes uh, throughout this process of the previous giveaway we did reach that so I have to say super thank you for everybody who's come who came along and did that I, you know I don't a hundred likes is not a lot and I get that I mean I, you know it seems weird that I'm celebrating a hundred likes on something because that's really not <laughs> that's not a lot but here's why it's so important to me is because I feel like all of those likes are genuine likes you know and I think that goes a, a lot further 
in the long run than just a bunch of miscellaneous likes. I mean, there's a lot of pages out there that may have, you know, 50,000 likes, but how many of those consist of active listeners who are actually engaged and actually care about what you're talking about? I would be willing to bet it's a very small amount, you know, and, and half the time you don't know if those likes are from real people or they're just bots or blank pages, you know. So instead of having 10,000 extra likes that don't mean shit from people who don't listen from pages that probably aren't really active. You know, I, I, I'm celebrating the fact that I seem to have a legitimate fan base who actually likes the show and listens to it. Now we'll see if that stays. I don't know, but that's why it's important to me. You know, not because it's necessarily a ton of likes cause it's not, but for it to just be a legitimate amount of people who actually care about the show and listen and like it. That's what means a lot to me. Now we'll see what happens after this next giveaway. I, I feel confident there will be some people liking the page just for the sake of trying to win a prize, which is cool too. But, um, so yeah, thank you for everybody who's just taking the time to like the page. That, that means a lot. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing if this thing can grow because I know I have more than a hundred listeners. So it's, it's, it's very cool that at least a hundred or so of you just wanted to take the extra effort to like the page. So I, I appreciate that. Okay. Um, so yeah, let's talk about this giveaway, right? Um, the first thing I want to say is that the way that we will handle this giveaway will be different from the other one. You won't have to leave a review or anything like that, because I know that some of you couldn't enter that previous giveaway because, well, uh, you probably used Google Play or one of the other outlets to listen to the podcast instead of iTunes. So, you know, that may have been kind of a pain for you, but you won't have to do that this time. This will be a simple like and share sort of a thing okay so there will be a post on the facebook page facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast well you simply have to do is like the page and the post and share the photo that's it you see these kinds of giveaways online all the time that's all you have to do so some of you you guys like and and everything that i post anyway so it'll be easy for you to just go there and like that click share and you'll probably have already liked the page you'll be entered no problem so that's all you have to do for this now what can you win right um have you guys ever seen these uh lamps that they make where it's like a, a dragon ball z figure and they they make the lamp um part of the <laughs> of the of the lamp into an energy wave so there's one where there is uh goku where he's essentially battle-worn Goku, like on Frieza, where he's holding up the spirit bomb in the air against Frieza. Uh, there is a lamp of that style, and that is what you guys will win. It is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, so it's essentially Goku standing there with his hands in the sky, holding the spirit bomb, and the spirit bomb part is the lamp, is the light. So it lights up. You can change the colors, white and blue, etc. I'm going to post several photos of this on the Facebook page for you to check it out. Once again, super cool. Um, very much unlike the Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta, I'm not going to get one of these for myself as well, even though I want to, because it's really expensive. <laughs> okay, so I can't, I, I can't justify getting two of these right now. So I'm just going to get one, and that's going to be for whoever wins this giveaway. Okay, but not only that. 
you will also get a Rock the Dragon podcast t-shirt. Okay, it'll essentially be a t-shirt with the podcast art on it. Just something kind of bonus for you to wear around, help promote the podcast, etc. So I hope that you guys are excited at the possibility of winning that. Uh, this is a big giveaway. Um, so, you know, once again, head over to facebook.com slash rock the dragon podcast, like the page, like the post, share the post. That's it. You're entered done and done two weeks from today. I will choose a winner. So on, uh, that should be about, um, Christmas Eve, which is pretty fitting. You know, I think that'll be Christmas Eve. So that'll work out. I'll announce a winner and then. You won't have it in time for Christmas Day, obviously, <laughs> but you will get it, your prize soon after that. OK, so uh, somewhere along the lines on episode 45, I'll be ready to announce the winner of that. So you guys will have two weeks to share and all that kind of stuff and like the page if you haven't done that. OK, obviously, the more times you share and all that stuff, the better this can all turn out for you. So, OK, so, yeah, go check that out now. With that being said. Let's go ahead and jump on over to the episode talk for this week. Of course, this episode of Rock the Dragon podcast, episode 43, is going to cover episode 43 of Dragon Ball Super titled Goku's Energy is Out of Control, The Struggle to Look After Pan. <laughs> okay, so obviously we knew that we were going to get a couple episodes that were going to be filler-ish episodes, and the only concern is that will they be good or entertaining or etc. Or, or, you know, or will they be terrible? Um, this episode was okay. Uh, I thought there was definitely some, there was definitely a couple things in this episode that kind of bugged me a little bit and I'll get more into that in a minute, but overall I thought it was done pretty well. And I do have to say this, um, because I had this realization while watching this episode is that it's been a while since I've come on here and talked about bad animation, right? For a while, that was something that was coming up every episode, <laughs> Of the podcast, I have to say, I think we've gotten into a nice place now to where, for the most part, the animation looks pretty good every episode. So hopefully we have gotten through the worst of that. And uh, and maybe maybe this is that point that I heard about where everything just kind of gets back on track in terms of the art and the animation, because I thought everything was pretty good looking here. I mean, you know. Some stuff probably could have been done a little bit better, but it looks pretty good for the most part. And I can I could say that about most of the turn, the destroyer tournament as well. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple moments in there, but not nearly as bad as things were, say, during, you know, the Frieza arc. So I want to say that now basically what's going on with this episode here. And it's not really kind of a lot to dissect about this because, well, this is just a one off sort of standalone sort of episode. But Goku realizes that he's having problems controlling his energy. Uh, which is something that I really like. And I feel like it's something that's probably not explored enough, maybe in this world. You know, we, we know energy is very useful when it comes time to fight, but we rarely kind of get to explore how it could also be misused or, uh, mal or it can malfunction or, you know, just kind of not make it can make things more difficult if it's not handled right. So Goku is having an, is an issue where he can't even fly right. You know, he's just, you know, and, and, and Chi Chi is getting worried because she's saying, wow, you know, like you're not even you're not even eating all your food. So it's affecting his sort of day to day life because his energy is sort of out of balance. He's trying to go see King Kai to possibly get some help to see, you know, 
what could possibly be going on with it. So he's he's using his instant transmission to kind of teleport all over the place and he just cannot teleport to the right place. So there's this really funny scene where he accidentally teleports into Boma's bedroom, which uh, immediately reminded me of a scene from the original Dragon Ball, right? Because if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, there was something like that in the original Dragon Ball where Goku was a kid and Boma walked out of the shower and she was naked or something and he was just <laughs> sitting there like pointing at her or something like that. So if I'm not mistaken, that was kind of a call back to that. But what's different about it now is, well, Vegeta's there, right? <laughs> so Vegeta walks in and he's like, Kakarot, you know, like, what are you doing here? And honestly, the funniest thing about that scene to me is the fact that Vegeta's fucking walking around in his house in the bedroom still wearing that armor man he just doesn't take that off you know i think it'd be hilarious if they show vegeta sleeping in bed with his wife and he's still wearing that armor <laughs> i think that'd be funny it's like dude you just you just never take that off uh so it's funny when we, so we get sort of a montage of these kinds of things where he's just he's just he's just teleporting and he's ending up in random places you know he ends up on top of kami's lookout um, or Dende's Lookout, whatever they call it now. You know, he's just kind of going all over the place. Eventually, he does get to King Kai's planet, though. Uh, it's always nice to see King Kai again, you know. Takes us back to those feelings we had in Dragon Ball. Uh, King Kai's kind of running a few tests on him. Essentially, he just kind of confirms what the theory is here, and that is, you know, you did something very unusual with your energy. So now your 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 body's just kind of reacting to it. And now things are just kind of out of whack because of that. And if you don't take a rest or a break, then you can end up just kind of like not being able to use your energy at all or affecting you in some kind of negative way. And that's when Goku remembers, oh, wait, you know, I did the Super Saiyan God Kaoken times 10. Um so that was very unusual for him to kind of manipulate his energy in that way. So it's kind of nice to see that there is an effect of that. This this kind of stuff to me is some of the better writing when it comes to the Dragon Ball world, because a lot of shit can just be really like sort of coincidental and happenstance and not well thought out. But having sort of consequences to him doing something that was so unusual for his body just seems really cool and it's just a nice sort of side story uh and i, th I thought it was kind of cool how they played out so essentially he just needs to rest you know and, and that's as far as we know that's all he needs to do to kind of get back on his feet now when he returns home of course he can't fly properly he's not he's not stable so he he just kind of flies into his house with with chi chi and goats in there and he just kind of destroys the entire house on accident um and, you know, <laughs> so they have to essentially here find somewhere else to stay. Now, here is where we revisit Gohan finally. Right, man. I, you know, I don't think I realized how much I missed Gohan until the Destroyer Tournament, even though we haven't been spending hardly any time with him at all. And he's certainly not the same Gohan he was in Dragon Ball Z. I, I still I love that character. So I just I. <laughs> I can't wait until hopefully optimistically we get back to a point to where we get the old Gohan back. But until, you know, we can't just jump there. It has to be sort of a transition, right? So when we rejoin him, he's kind of at this meeting about this potential business sort of a thing. He and Videl 
um, and Piccolo is at home babysitting Pan, which uh, there's still something really sad about that. <laughs> Am I the only one that feels that way? I mean, I, I feel like I feel like they don't know what to do with Piccolo. You know, not not only has Goku and Vegeta been getting all of the freaking attention in Dragon Ball Super thus far. Um, when we do see the other characters, they're not doing shit. They're not. There's nothing interesting really kind of happening with them, which is kind of a bummer, you know, and I, I wish that they would give Piccolo something to do instead of just showing up when it's time for a fight. You know, obviously, you know, Namek's they don't need women or they don't need you know they they can reproduce themselves so we don't even know if he feels romantic feelings at all just as a as being a namekian <laughs> maybe that's not something that he has so we can't have a love story plus i guess who's going to want to date an alien i don't know but i just i it's got to be tough for them to try to figure out something to do with piccolo but him just being reduced to a babysitter is just not I don't know. There's just something really off about that. You know, I mean, we get it. He's a good guy now and it's fine. We get it. He loves Gohan. You know, he, he's essentially like Gohan's second father. So it stands to reason that he'll care about Gohan's child, too. But it's just a little bit weird. I mean, you know, you go back and look at we were on episode 42. We were talking about when Piccolo killed Raditz and Goku. I mean, this is like we go from that guy to the guy who's babysitting a baby. That's a drastic shift. You know, he can still be a good guy, but I still want him to have his own sort of stuff going on on the side if possible. Now, oh, man. Oh, man. Let's let's get to the green elephant in the room here. Oh, did any. Oh, I mean, I literally screamed. Why? Whenever Emperor Pilaf showed up this episode. Fuck. I mean, I. Man, you know, <laughs> that almost ruined the entire episode for me. I was like, why are they doing this? Please, please. I was hoping that we had seen the end of the Pilaf gang. I mean, I just I, I just hate them now. I really do. I'm sorry. And I don't want to offend anybody if that's like your favorite character, but <laughs> I don't think anybody likes Emperor Pilaf. So the fact that they decided to throw him and his crew back into this story is really disappointing. But, you know, I, I guess we'll see what happens. So essentially, we kind of get these conversations here where uh, where Goku and, and Chi Chi and Goten are going to stay in Gohan's house because they don't have a house. Now, since but since they're there, they're saying, well, why don't we just babysit Pan Piccolo and you can go off and do, I guess, whatever the hell it is you do in your free time, which apparently is nothing. <laughs> He's probably just going to go up to Dende's lookout and meditate. Um, but yeah, so Pan's got her grandparents there now. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things to where it's always kind of sweet to see them interact with their family, because with Goku, you hardly see that, you know, just seeing him on the phone with Gohan was cool. You know, because you, we don't see him in a fatherly sort of a way anymore. Now that Gohan's grown up and we barely get any scenes between him and Goten. So it's kind of it's it's something kind of cool to just remind us every now and then that, yeah, he does have a family. <laughs> so let's let's spend a little bit of time with him. So we, we do get that. Uh, so back to Pilaf, right? OK, <laughs> the whole reason that these guys decide to pop up again all of a sudden is that, I don't know, apparently they're somehow following Gohan 
and Gohan's in this restaurant. So I don't know how these little this little creature and these little creatures and this little girl happen to get in there and just not be questioned or, <laughs> or anything. But they essentially just kind of overhear the conversation and they they come away with the understanding that that Goku is having a problem right now. That's not allowing him to sort of fight at his fullest extent. So they see this as sort of an opportunity to finally go and finish him off. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess there's something a little bit you know funny about that uh, if but if those characters just weren't so annoying I think it'd be better you know I think you can have a character like that who serves that purpose um, but it's just handled in a better way and I just I've just never really cared for those characters so uh, so yeah that's essentially what's going on with them so uh, we kind of know where this is sort of leading to we get this really cool scene though I, I, that I actually liked a lot of Goku and Piccolo sitting on the roof of Gohan's mansion because remember this is Mr. Satan's daughter so it stands to reason they would live in a really big house <laughs> um, yeah well they're just kind of sitting on the roof and he's got Pan up there and like he's showing her the stars and she's just kind of she's in a very like excited mood and she there's this moment where she she reaches up and she tries to grab the stars but then she realizes that she can't and uh, and Goku says if only my energy was back to normal, I would take you up there myself. And it was just very sweet, you know, just very sweet, you know, kind of stuff. It, it doesn't always have to be blood and punching and fighting and all that to make you feel something. They can give you some really sweet sort of endearing moments like that, that still make you feel an emotion. And I, I like, I really like that moment. I thought it was very cool. Um, so, yeah. So then the next morning, you know, we kind of we, uh, we go back to peel off and it's, he's got this big robot machine thing. And I'm not exactly sure what the plan is here. I think the plan is to they're, they're planning to sort of distract everyone else in the house. Piccolo, uh, Gohan or Videl, whoever else is in there, Chi Chi, um, in order to get Goku by himself, because, I, you know, this is what they do. That's this is what these little silly characters do. They think that. Just because Goku can't fly right now, that a, a robot like that, <laughs> a machine, is going to be enough to do something with him. And not, it's not stupid, like from a writing standpoint. That's, I'm just talking about how this is what these characters do. You know, they, they're just kind of the silly comedic relief. Um, but I think there's better ways and better characters than that. You know, Mr. Satan's always great for comedic relief, Krillin's always great for comedic relief. You know, we can always throw Oolong or somebody in there. We just don't need Pilaf and his little irritating crew. <laughs> but but essentially what this kind of turns into, and I'll kind of get to the point because there's not a lot to dissect here. I mean, from this point, it just kind of becomes sort of a baby's day out. Anybody remember that movie? <laughs> sort of a situation where this baby just escapes and then everybody is looking for the baby and somehow the baby gets involved in all of these little hijinks and scenarios to where, you know, somehow they don't manage to get hurt at all. Um, it kind of happens here. Somehow Pan ends up outside where everyone's asleep. She ends up with Pilaf and the crew. Okay. Now, uh, once they wake up and realize Pan's missing, they kind of start freaking out. And that's when Pilaf says, Hey, let's just get out of here. Um, but he doesn't realize at the time that Mai has Mai, right? That's the little girl's name. Mai. I forget. <laughs> uh, that, that that Mai has Pan, so she ends up in this spaceship mech thing with them, while they're kind of taking off toward the sky, uh, just trying to essentially get away here. 
And this is where things get a little bit silly. I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> so then they all kind of start looking for Pan and kind of freaking out. Uh, meanwhile, she's in this ship kind of going towards the sky. And there's a moment to where she essentially just kind of starts to power up. You know, like we see her, her energy aura come out. And she, I guess she destroys the ship just on accident. I, I mean... I may need to rewatch that to see exactly what happened there, but um, you know, somehow they—I don't—I I just don't. This is a problem that we had back in the Battle of God saga, okay, where they're going damn near in outer space, and for some reason, everybody can still breathe. And I don't—I <laughs> don't understand that. I mean, they've never—you know—when Goku did it, you could argue that okay, maybe Goku's—he's uh, a Super Saiyan God maybe somehow that allows him to be able to breathe in like the outer freaking atmosphere of the earth but the baby and pan and everybody i mean pan uh my and pilaf and you know i mean they weren't completely out of the outer atmosphere of the earth so maybe there's still some oxygen up there i don't know it's just maybe i shouldn't think about it maybe we just should fucking ignore it and just accept this for what it was so they, they end up out there and she's just kind of like flying and she's they're all holding on to her and she's she reaches up for the stars again. So it was very cool that they kind of brought it back to that moment with Goku and they kind of tied it in. And, you know, so even though some of this stuff kind of bugged me a little like Pan all of a sudden being able to fly out of nowhere and having powers and i mean don't get me wrong it's not completely unheard of i mean when gohan was a baby he was doing stuff too maybe not quite on this level but he was doing stuff i remember you know he wasn't a baby at the time but i remember piccolo threw him into a mountain and he destroyed the mountain you know and under certain situations with these sayings i guess or these part sayings their powers just kind of manifest in situations where they feel like they don't have a choice or so I guess she's like her father in that way. Uh, I also remember and sometimes it gets hard to remember if these if this happened in like one of the movies or if it was on the show itself. I think it was on the show, but it was like a flashback. Uh, Goku and Chi Chi are kind of walking Gohan and he's in a, like a stroller and they lose control of the stroller and the stroller goes flying goes rolling down a mountain and goku's trying to rush down there to save him and then the stroller crashes and gohan flies out as a baby and then he just like gets angry and he just destroys the tree because he's about to fly into a tree and he just destroys it so i think they're just kind of calling back to that and saying hey this is gohan's daughter so her powers are probably manifest you know a lot sooner than normal, even though she's only a quarter saying we got to remind ourselves that she's not half saying like Gohan. She's only a quarter saying her mom's a human and Gohan's half human. But who knows? Maybe just a little bit of saying blood, not to mention that Videl is her mother. Videl is pretty strong herself. Videl could fly, too. If you remember back to Dragon Ball Z and in this world, they've already established the fact that the stronger you are when you have a kid the stronger your kid will be, you know? So I guess, I guess when you look at it like that is not the craziest thing. My only thing is that how did they manage to breathe <laughs> that far up outside of the earth? Okay. But whatever, I guess we'll just have to suck that up and leave it alone. But it's, 
it's it's a very sweet it, it it's a sweet thing right because we're spending time with other characters this episode even though goku was a big part of this we spent some we spent some time with pan so i like that now essentially she goes up and she reaches for the stars and then they kind of go back down to earth i mean she just kind of flies she flies them down and peel off and everybody they go out about their business and they crash or whatever and then pan just ends up back in her bed at home sleeping right so they when gohan and Videl come home it's just like it's just like one of those movies right <laughs> all this stuff happens the parents come home and they don't know what went wrong they don't realize all how close they came to losing their child um so they come home and everything's all right now they're honest about it chi chi was honest she said look we're not gonna lie we lost track of pan for a good part of the day but uh everything's fine they came home and she was just there asleep so that's pretty much the end of the episode i mean i thought i i laughed a few times here i i think i preferred episode 42 but i did like that we got to revisit gohan and gohan has his old hairstyle back too which i appreciate because whatever the hell they did with his hair during the frieza arc uh, just don't don't get me started on that don't get me started anyway nice to see him looking <laughs> more familiar than the, the way he looked before, you know in the freezer arc again so but it was a cool episode it's nice to see you know everybody again and revisit these characters some sweet moments between goku and his granddaughter etc so uh, i i like the episode overall i thought it was uh, a success Okay, so that about does it for the episode talk. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about any of that, remember you can see me an email for our segment called What Are You Saying? Rock the Dragon Podcast at gmail.com. Also, now will be a very good time for you to head over to Facebook.com slash Rock the Dragon Podcast and like that page and share that post so you can be entered in the giveaway. Okay, once again, you got two weeks uh, to, 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 to do that. Once you do that, you'll be automatically included in the drawing. I posted a video today of the actual the actual drawing for the last giveaway. Now, I didn't make that video after the fact. I made that video before. That was the actual moment I chose the winner. So if you're curious to see how that happened and how I'll probably do it for the next one, too, you can watch that video. It's a short thing. It's just me trying to be transparent, and let people know, you know, that when I say it's a random giveaway, it really is random, you know. Uh, if everyone does exactly what they're supposed to do to qualify, then I want everyone to have a fair shot. So if you want to see how that works out, head over there, check it out. Now's a good time to do that. So you can be entered in, um, for a chance to win that. Remember once again, the Goku spirit bomb lamp. This thing is exquisite. It's fantastic. I'm super jealous of the person that wins it. <laughs> I really am. I'm tempted to just keep it, but I won't. Okay. Cause I'm not a son of a bitch. And you also get a Rock the Dragon t-shirt. Okay. So, yeah. Great prizes for little work. So, as always, if you're enjoying the show, head over to iTunes. Leave me a review. If you just feel like you just want to send me a review like like Ricky did because whatever outlet you use doesn't allow reviews, then you can do that. You can just send me an email and I'll still read it on the podcast. You can also just leave it on the page. You know, that's also an option. If you want to just go post on the page um you know i think i think there's an option on there for you to just make a post you can just make a post leaving your review and just saying what you think about the show and how much you love it and etc just if you want people to see it um so 
yeah i think that about does it guys so until next time for rock the dragon podcast i am tim bridgewater and i will see you next time